It's Ichiro Weekend! No, by the way, Julio Rodriguez just signed an extension. Let's talk about it here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. It is Friday, August 26, 2022. And thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms with new episodes dropping every Monday through Friday. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co host, Colby Patnode. We cover the Mariners over at InsideTheMariners.com for Fan Nation over on the Sports Illustrated Network. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, the C-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at C-Pat11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash control the zone. We post two additional podcasts on there every single week. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash control the zone. And if this is your first time joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast, welcome to the show. There's no better time to join us than today. And if you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, give this video a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it and would greatly help us out. On the show today, we're going to dive into the Julio Rodriguez extension. It is massive. We're going to talk about what it means for both sides, and we'll dissect the terms that have been reported thus far. And as one Mariners legend continues to grow, we'll reflect back on another as Ichiro gets set to be inducted into the Mariners Hall of Fame this weekend. But first, let's start with the 21-year-old sensation, Julio Rodriguez, who signs a 14-year extension, though some of the details on that are a little murky. We'll talk about that later on in the show. But for now, Colby, let's talk about what it means for the Mariners organization and what it means for Julio Rodriguez himself to sign this extension. It's uh, it's it's huge. I mean, it's uh, for the Mariners, it's the largest amount. It's likely going to be the largest amount of mo- money they'll ever pay for anybody. Uh, <clears throat> on the surface, right now, Cano still has a bigger contract at two hundred forty million dollars. But with the incentives that Julio seems likely to reach, Julio will end up being the highest paid Mariner of all time, at least for now. Um, it's uh, it's a big commitment from Julio, who you know we we knew that Julio really loved uh, the Seattle Mariners. Um, we knew that he was, you know, very fond of the city and the organization and he believes in them and he believes in the, uh, the plan going forward and, and, you know, a 14 year commitment certainly, uh, proves that that is not just talk. Uh, so it's, uh, relatively low risk considering, uh, right now if, if the deal just is what it is. It's $15 million a year AAV. That's a steal for Julio. Um, Again, structure here is going to be pretty important. There are apparently opt-outs from both sides or I guess maybe just team options tacked on at the end. We, we have to wait and see there. Um, but at the end of the day, this there's basically 0% chance this deal blows up on the Mariners. Um, Julio gets you know $210 million guaranteed in his bank account uh, with apparently the possibility of ending up you know, the highest paid player in major league baseball history. So it's, it's one of those things where uh, there's really no downside for either side. Julio signs up and uh, it's, it's a um, acknowledgement, I guess uh, that he believes what the Mariners are doing. He believes that the direction of the organization is the right one. 
Um, and it's also an acknowledgement from, uh, from the Mariners themselves that, you know, we are not going to let Julio Rodriguez leave Seattle in his prime. We will put up the money. We will spend the money. Uh, now they can, they still have to prove that they will this off season, but this is a really good first start to lock down your superstar, uh, to lock down a guy who really has the potential to be the greatest player in franchise history. And, you know, considering that Alex Rodriguez and, and Ken Griffey Jr. played on, on in this franchise for most of their career. Well, Griffey, at least most of his career, uh, that's really saying something. So it's a huge day for the Mariners. It's a huge day for Julio. It's a big day for us Mariner fans. And, and it's exciting. Uh, I wouldn't sweat the details too much. Uh, that's our job. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down for you guys. Just celebrate. It's Julio day every day for the next 14 years. That's something we're talking about and celebrating. So, um, you know, welcome Mariner legend Julio Rodriguez already. Uh, yeah. You know, you might as well just start working on that number retirement that's going to go up there in the rafters next to next to Griffey and, and Edgar because the kid's special and he chose Seattle twice he chose now. Seattle. He, he chose, chose Seattle, Seattle twice now. Um, and that uh, that means something both, you know, in in the clubhouse, both in the front office uh, and also to the fan base. He chose Seattle twice. Uh, when he had plenty of other options uh, to go with. So it uh, speaks to what Julio believes in and uh, it speaks to the direction of the Mariners. It's just, it's a great day all around. There's really no, no way you can complain. Even I can't complain about today. And that's, that's probably saying something. <laughs> August 26, 2022. Remember that day, Mariners fans. So this is the day that your organization made a significant commitment to winning to you know, building something great and sustaining it long term. This is what that means. This is what the extension represents for the Seattle Mariners. And for Julio Rodriguez to do what he has been able to do at, as a 21-year-old superstar, some of the accomplishments that he's already gathered here are unprecedented. You know, he's already a member of the 2020 club with 20 home runs, 20 steals. He's set major league records for the pace that he's been on. He's an incredible player. He has the chance not to only be the greatest player in Mariners history, to be one of the greatest players in MLB history. That's the talent that we're talking about. We're talking about a Mike Trout level talent. <laughs> the Mariners had to get this done. Julio Rodriguez is a once-in-a-lifetime type of player. You don't let those guys slip by. And the Mariners have, you know, unfortunately let that slip through their fingers in the past. And it's come back to haunt them. You know, and you don't want to make the same mistake here. And now, for years and years, we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to worry about if this ever gets done. We don't have to worry about Julio ever leaving. Right? The only way that Julio ends up exiting Seattle the rest of the way here is because the organization forced it, more or less. Or he just goes down the gutter, right? And that's not going to happen. I don't think anyone believes that's going to happen, right? So, you know, at this point, like, we don't have to worry about it. Like, Julio's here. He's ours. He's a Seattle Mariner. One of the greatest players in baseball is a Seattle Mariner for the long haul. And he chose to be here. This isn't, you know, just a matter of, you know, they had his rights. They drafted him, whatever. No, as Colby said, he chose them twice. He chose he chose them in the international signing period. 
and he chose them today. He wants to be a Seattle Mariner for, you know, I mean, if the other report about this deal possibly being more like a 20-year deal is true, Julio Rodriguez wants to be a Seattle Mariner for the rest of his life. And even this deal probably signifies that. You know, that's yeah. that's incredible to me. I mean, as a, as a Mariners fan who's been tormented for so many years that has constantly heard about how the top players in the world don't want to play in Seattle, to see this happen, to have Julio Rodriguez say yes to the Seattle Mariners, to say yes to the city of Seattle, I mean, it means everything to me. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's a, it's a big day. Um, you know, I I guess the last time the Mariners had anything close to this is when they signed Felix the second time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this just it, it feels different because, you know, Felix at that point was established. This is the Mariners staking their claim on, you know, this is the Mariners saying essentially Julio Rodriguez is our franchise and we will build around him year after year after year. Um, and you know, we, we believe in him. And so, uh, like I said, it's, it's a great deal for the Mariners. I, you know, it's, it's the deal you take when you're Julio, because unfortunately the system is kind of rigged against you from maxing out your earning potential. If Julio was a free agent, uh, at the end of this year, he would make 35, $40 million a year. And that's even with, you know, just hitting 269 and going, you know, 2020. Um, because he's so young, because his upside is so immense. It's a great deal for the Mariners. There's, again, literally no one should complain about this. Um, I guess I complain about the timing, but no, it's 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 a great day for the Mariners. Uh, it's, a, it's a great day for Julio, and, and I imagine we'll see a press conference. Um, they might wait until maybe Monday to do that. Uh, I don't know if they want to overshadow Ichiro weekend or anything like that, uh, but I would expect there's going to be a press conference at some point uh, in the next few days to formally announce the deal, but it's passing now. It's Jesse Sanchez. It, it's Ken Rosenthal. Like it's done. It's done. Yeah. We're just waiting. Yeah. The devil's going to be in the details and we don't have those details quite yet, but we're learning a little bit more here and there. And, uh, basically no matter what the details say, it's a fantastic day for the Seattle Mariners and for Julio Rodriguez and his family. Yeah. Go and get paid, you know, 21 years old and you just got broken off. I mean, generational wealth. million potentially? Incredible. Let's get into the details in just a moment. Real quick, though, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts they have you covered head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online is where the game starts and you're listening to the locked on mariners podcast thank you again for making us your first listen of the day you know what Today, we're the Locked On Julio Rodriguez podcast, and we're the Locked On Ichiro podcast. Uh, let's get into this contract for Julio. So there's some conflicting reports out there, but there's also some reports that uh, you know have basically confirmed the uh, basic details of the deal. It's 14 years. It's 200 million-ish guaranteed. 
with uh, a possibility to earn up to around $450 million. That report coming from Jesse Sanchez of ESPN uh, and pretty much confirmed by uh, Jeff Passan, who said that it was going to be well north of uh, $400 million. So uh, wherever that number lies, we still have to see. You know, we don't have the exact specifics. We're still learning. There's still more stuff coming out, probably even as we're speaking right now and maybe even as you're watching this right now. Um so let's just talk about that in general, because this is uh, higher than the uh, the Acuna uh, deal, just in terms of overall money, right? I don't know how it exactly breaks down on an annual average basis, but this is more than Tatis, uh, at least in terms of the $450 million part. Uh, $200 million is less than what Tatis was guaranteed, of course. Uh, but this is more than Wander Franco. This is kind of an unprecedented deal here for Julio Rodriguez, plus 14 years. Like, you don't really mm-hmm. see 14-year deals happening all the time in Major League Baseball. So let's kind of dive into that. What do you think about the deal? Yeah, there's – right now, really, the only thing I'm I'm waiting for is, you know, I believe, pass and reported that there are uh, both player and team options uh, in this deal. So I'm wondering if – those are true options or if they are opt outs, uh, particularly on Julio's side of things. Um, so that those are kind of going to be huge because if, if Julio has an opt out after like year eight, he's probably going to take it. It doesn't mean he's leaving, right? It just means that why not go explore free agency, see what's out there and come back to Seattle and ask if they want to match. So, um, again, I don't know if they're opt outs or options, uh, Bob Nightingale, which again, uh, uh, but uh, he seems to believe that they are options, which could run the contract to a grand total of 20 years. So we'll see that. Uh, I mean, I, I hope he's right, but yeah. Bob, he's not very good at this. Let's just say it. he's not very good at this. He, uh, well, for, especially like our, like the Mariners. <laughs> yeah. Like arbitrary stuff like this as well. He's not good with at all. Like no, he, just, he he makes mistakes like that pretty often, where he tries to, where he thinks that he's connecting the dots, and he's just like not no, at all. So, right. and let's he also take this with specify. the smallest grain of salt here, <laughs> right? Like, and he also won't ever clarify if he it was just him like speculating or if like somebody's told him this, uh, just like he did in in the, his last tweet that that suggested maybe the deal goes up to twenty years. So. Um, yeah, on the surface right now, all we know for sure is that there's 14 years, it's 210 million guaranteed. That's been reported by passing, um, incentives. Jesse Sanchez is saying up to $450 million might be a little bit 460. Maybe I've seen thrown out there. So we'll see again, to me, the big, the big issue or not issue. The big question here is where are the options? Where are the options? Are they opt outs? Are they options? Are they on the back end of the contract? Are they in the middle? Uh, you know, what are the team options? What are, and, uh, I guess for Julio, he's, I mean, obviously he's very concerned about those options as well, but, uh, Mm -hmm. he wants to know what the incentives are and he does like the Mariners and Julio know what the incentives are and all that stuff. We just don't know yet. So, uh, you know, the, the reasonableness of the, of the, uh, incentives in this deal are kind of going to guarantee are going to give Julio a pretty good idea of how much this contract is actually going to be worth. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I assume there's incentives for all-star game appearances, MVP votes, uh, mm-hmm. MVP awards, silver sluggers, gold gloves, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Probably pretty hefty. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where it all goes. Uh, but right now, 
you know, latest update as I literally refresh Twitter every 25 seconds, making sure we didn't miss anything, uh, is that it's 14 years, it's $210 million guaranteed up to 460, I think is the highest number I've seen with incentives. There, there are options according to Passin. We don't know for sure if those are true options mm-hmm. or if they're opt outs. And apparently they are on both sides of this deal. Right. The Mariners have some leverage here. Julio has some leverage here. So it's it's a pretty complicated deal. It's it's not your standard uh, contract extension, uh, but uh, I, I we shouldn't expect anything less with Jerry Depoto running the show. Uh, he's going to get creative uh, to get a deal done if he wants to, and and you know it appears that he did here. But uh, at the end of the day, Julio Rodriguez is a Seattle Mariner for at least the next I would guess ten years. So who cares? Yeah, who yeah. cares? So let's. Um... Let's kind of talk about those those options where they might fall uh, a little bit more here. If I had to guess, I would think, you know, because it, it has to make sense for the team to do this, right? Because they want to buy right. out free agent free agency years. Mm-hmm. If they're spending this kind of money, they want to buy out free agency years because otherwise they would just go year to year with Julio and, and that would be that. And they would just go through arbit- arbitration and save a whole lot of money. So I would think that at the very least, the opt out is, is either before or after year 10 for Julio. And then there might be a team option around year seven, year eight, which I would think the the Mariners wouldn't even hesitate at, at picking up, right? So that would be my guess as to where these things fall. Do you agree? Where where do you think the uh, all this stuff might fall? Yeah, I think again because Julio, like the Mariners, aren't going to give him an opt out after six years. Like that that would be dumb. Um, it or I guess it would just be pointless, really. Uh, but if you're Julio, you probably still want to hit free agency at around if you are going to hit free agency, you probably want to do it, you know, 28, 29, 30. Uh, so you know, age his age 30 season would end in nine years, uh, since he's 21. Uh, so yeah, I think the opt out coming, uh, be after year eight, uh, is, is, is probably the earliest. Uh, I think after year nine is, is probably the most realistic if there is an opt out again, they might be options, but we'll see. I, I think, yeah, it's, it's at least my guess is Seattle got at least nine guaranteed years of Julio. That would be my guess. Um, uh, if there is an opt out. So, uh, I guess I would take them through the 20, uh, 30 season, uh, would mm-hmm. be nine full years. So, mm-hmm. uh, that, that would be my guess. It's, it's total speculation, but I think that makes sense. Julio hits the market where he still might get another mega contract, uh, but the Mariners buy out enough free agent years to make it worth it to them to uh, to give Julio the $210 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty well-balanced deal. Obviously, you know, like you said earlier, if Julio hit the market right now, he'd make more than this on an annual basis um, because I think it shakes out really to about $15 million a year for the first mm-hmm. little bit here. So, you know, so... So the Mariners are obviously getting a very team-friendly deal. Like, let's just not, like, let's not beat around the bush here. But I also think, you know, with Julio as well, I mean, you know, injuries can happen. Stuff can derail his career, of course. There's a lot of stuff that can happen here. So I think, you know, for Julio, it does make sense to do this as well. Um, And this is a good deal for him. I mean, this is, as you said, generational wealth, right? Like, he could definitely make more if he hit the market or if he bet on himself, you know, and he stayed healthy and everything provided, you know, but... That's a gamble that you have to take if you want to go down that route. Evan White and Machaniger are the cautionary tale. Right, right. So, So, 
you know, that's that's the risk that you have to assume there if you are willing to bet on yourself. And, um, you know, Julio just ended up taking the money and I can't blame him. You know, he he uh, he made a decision today. He made a, uh, you know, a, a business decision for him and his family. And uh, while he could probably, you know, if, if you know, just foreseeing what he might end up becoming down the road, why he while he could make you know much more than this. I think it was a good decision for him to take this in the end. If he truly yep. believes that, then yeah, it's a it's a good decision. Whatever he wanted to do, it's a good decision. So good for him. Good for Julio. Good for the organization for, you know, ponying up here and, and paying out. You know, again, it's nowhere close to what Julio may end up, you know, would otherwise end up making on the market. But it's still a, uh, you know, it's still not nothing from the organization, to be sure. They they were willing to sp- spend some money here. And, uh, and that's good. That's a good sign for things. Hopefully, you know, they follow that up with more. Luis Castillo extension coming up next would be pretty nice, I would say. Would love to see that get done I, here in the coming months. I still think that gets done, um, yeah. by the way. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Mariners, you know, going to dump some money into keeping their own, quote unquote, uh, mm-hmm. which is great. Now you have to follow it up. Yeah, this is sure. this Absolutely. this is dipping a foot in the water. This is not the cannonball. Cannonball yeah. comes in the winter, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But you're showing that you're willing to to yep. go big on contracts. You're showing that you are willing to expand payroll down the road. So now mm-hmm. continue to follow that up. Let's let's yes. Let's, if you know the addition of Luis Castillo and the extension of Julio Rodriguez is also a message to the rest of Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. uh, the players that yeah. we are serious about winning here and we mm-hmm. are we're not we are you know willing to spend both trade and money to make sure that we sustain a winner here and that does carry value absolutely absolutely all right so let's go from julio to ichiro who is being inducted into the mariners hall of fame and if it wasn't for the julio extension today this whole show was probably going to be in ichiro centric or at least most of it so uh unfortunately we're going to have to uh Put this all in one segment today, but when I say the name Ichiro Suzuki to you, Colby, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Really terrible fashion sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just cut Ichiro to his core, I guess. Uh, no, it, it's you. You weren't going to leave this episode without saying something. Nah. Like um, <laughs> first, when you say Ichiro. That's tough, man. Um, Because Ichiro is an enigma yet incredibly simple. He he loves baseball, and that's Mm -hmm. basically the biggest thing about Ichiro. He loves baseball. Um, Like I guess for me, like the first moment that comes to my mind is is the throw to nail Terrence Long. Um, You know, it was it was early in his rookie year. He was, you know, he's chugging along. He's he's playing fine. Um, Nothing really that would lead you to believe you know he was a star or anything like that um and then the throw and and the call from Niehaus of course adds to it but I mean like it might have been the most perfect throw I've ever seen like just love height right to the bag David Bell didn't even have to move his glove ball popped in the back of his glove and and long slid right into it uh and looked back in disbelief uh Terrence Long was really fast back in the day and and he could not believe that that Ichiro had just done that to him um so that that's kind of the first thing i think of i I, there's a lot of moments with each row that come to mind but like the very top of my list is is the throw it was kind of the the coronation of like the mariners might have something really special here 
And, mm. uh, it's, it's the one that always sticks out to me. Yeah. Um, what I think about is obviously the throw, you know, that's obviously one of the big moments, 262 hits. I have yep. to think about that moment. I have to think about, you know, the all-star game, uh, the infield single against Randy, uh, and, you know, beating him to the bag, kind of the symbolism of that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what that whole year meant for the Mariners as they went into a new era, um, yep. you know, going from the Griffey, A-Rod, Randy teams and, and going into the, you know, the Ichiro, Cameron, Edgar, Buner, those mm-hmm. teams like that's, you know, and, and he just he led I mean, he led one of the greatest teams of all time yep. right? as a rookie. He won MVP as a rookie. Mm-hmm. For MVP, one of the greatest teams of all time. Yeah. Like, MVP, insane. rookie of the year, gold glove, silver slugger, I believe, all in his first year. Yeah. Um, led Major League Baseball in hits, stolen bases that year, batting average. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's like, so you just scratch the surface. You remember that the Spider-Man catch against Garrett Anderson and the Angels? Uh, you remember the walk-off home run mm-hmm. against Mariano? That's always a big one uh, towards the tail end there. You remember... Uh, the inside the park home run uh, in the all-star game to, you know, ball hits the corner in San Francisco and it scurries away from who Ken Griffey jr. Of all people. Yeah, um, and yeah. Ichiro gets the inside the park home run. And then I think one of the, one of the cooler memories that is, is not really baseball related. You remember, uh, what was it? The year one of Jack Sorensic, uh, it was, it was Ichiro and Griffey, um, mm-hmm. uh, being carried off the field. Um, and uh, it was it was cool because those are two like Seattle Mariners icons who kind of came together and found friendship and, and, and all that stuff. Uh, so it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not it's not a baseball memory per se, like on the field memory. But it, it just you remember the, the bond that Ichiro and, and Griffey had uh, even uh, Griffey at the end of his career and, and Ichiro at the end of really his his uh, prime. Uh, was exiting his prime at that point. So it's just one of those memories that there's a lot of cool things with Ichiro, but at the end of the day, I, I you know, Ichiro is, is synonymous with the Seattle Mariners. And, mm-hmm. and to this day, he's, he's made it a priority to be involved uh, with the Mariners. And that is, that is, uh, that's something special that that's something not a lot of players have done uh, to be, mm-hmm. you know, so loyal to the, to the Mariners and, and uh, so eager to be a part of what's going on. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's Ichiro. I, I think, I guess like if you're looking for like a word, uh, for Ichiro, I can I think the first word that would come to mind is discipline. Um, mm. just incredibly disciplined Perfect. in his regiment and, you know, his, his, his routines and his meticulous is probably another good word. Just mm-hmm. yep. always stretching, always making sure everything was in the right, you know, same batting practice every day. The swing has to be perfect. Bats in the humidor all that stuff. And so it, it's just one of those things where Ichiro is <laughs> Ichiro has like, like relief pitcher, like crazy vibes, you know what I mean? Like where it's mm. like, Oh, I have to touch my hat three times before I throw every pitch. And it's like that that's lefty reliever crazy, but also just like the, the attention to detail is, is incredible. It's, he's it's, baseball it was, personified, man. Yeah. Like he's literally baseball. Like <laughs> that's it, it just, who Ichiro is. And I think Ichiro maybe doesn't get enough credit for becoming a superstar in the home run era. Yeah. When he himself was not a home run hitter. Mm-hmm. He was a throwback to the 1910s, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Slap the ball around, steal bases, high average, uh, you know, maybe occasionally pop a home run, but mostly, you know, I'm just I'm here to I'm gonna hit a single. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the ball in play at all costs. 
then I'm just going to steal second base and count it as a double. Stop me. And you couldn't. Uh, mm-hmm. The infield hits are just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Ichiro was just so different and so unique in an era mm-hmm. that was all about Barry Bonds and, and, you know, the steroid era was still going relatively strong at that point. And, and so uh, Ichiro was, was unique and he was different and he was fun still. It was, it was, uh, it was a completely different brand of baseball than what we had seen since, uh, since the strike. Basically, it, it was a, a throwback during, in the middle of the uh, steroid era, which is uh, something that I, I, I don't know if Ichiro gets enough credit for. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about the iconography of Ichiro's legacy as well. I mean, obviously, you know, one of those, you know, the uh, sleeve tug, the um, just the overall swag that he had. You know, both on and off the field, right? You know, especially on the field. Like, we got the wristbands. We got the the sunglasses. I mean, mm-hmm. I wanted to be Ichiro. I'm sure a lot of people listening to the show wanted to be Ichiro. You know, if they're uh, kind of in our age range, you know, of course. Yep. Um, you know, and, and <laughs> like, what he became beyond baseball, beyond what he was on the field, he became a superhero in the city of Seattle. Mm-hmm. You think about, like, the songs people would make. I remember... You know, being in the car with my brother listening to Cube 93, and they had, like, the, the Ichiro, Ichiro, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and, like, um, Ben Gibbard of uh, Death Cab for Cutie making the Ichiro song where, he, you know, he talks about Dave Niehaus and all that stuff. It's, like, just the, what Ichiro became for the city, for me as a, as a kid who, you know, grew up, you know, idolizing, like, spider-man and stuff like that i mean ichiro was like real life spider-man yeah seriously like it was it was like he was just he was a superhero he was like something out of a comic book and like i he he was more real life like andrew garfield spider-man because he was very cool yes um but uh yeah he's i it's insane you know ichiro's legacy in seattle right now probably only eclipsed by griffey i would say just in Mm -hmm. terms of legacy uh national legacy international legacy really yeah um you know i I, you know to me edgar martinez is is like the the mariner like you say seattle mariners the first player i think of is edgar uh it's it's not griffey but like on a national and international stage you say seattle mariners people are going to tell you either griffey or they're going to tell you ichiro Um, and so those two players are just unparalleled right now. Maybe Julio gets there. Uh, in fact, I think he probably does at some point, but right now, you know, it's, if you're looking at like the hierarchy of the Mariner, like Mariners Mount Rushmore is probably Ichiro, Griffey, Edgar, and and Dave, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's in some combination, it's one of those four. Um, I believe we did an episode where we did a Mount Rushmore, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, maybe I'll put Julio on there, probably have to bump Griffey for it, but you know. (laughs) <laughs> Griffey quit on the Mariners three times. So like, uh, but, uh, it's aha negative. Um, but, uh, no, I, I think, you know, one of the cool, like I actually came to respect Ichiro even more after he left Seattle and then he came back and, and, you know, I was not a fan when they signed him, uh, in what was that? 2018, uh, Ben Gamble went down and they signed him and that was, that was such a pathetic move. Ichiro was so toast by then. It was sad to watch. Yeah. Uh, and then they brought him back in 2019 and I was like, fine, whatever they're playing in Japan. I get it. Uh, yeah. but even after that, Ichiro who, you know, has more money than God can literally do whatever he wants, be wherever he wants to be in the world. Where is he every summer? 
He's hanging out in Seattle catching bullpens and throwing batting practice. Like that love for baseball is just unparalleled, I think, in the history of the game. Uh, because go find me another major leaguer who's out there, you know, catching batting practice or uh, throwing batting practice and catching bullpens on, you know, for a guy on a rehab assignment while the team's out of town, shagging fly balls every day, taking batting practice every day, showing up to work in full uniform, batting gloves included. Like Ichiro is like the dedication is is just insane and and the discipline and, yeah. and just the love of baseball is is something that uh it's it's very Julio-esque and it's it's very different mm-hmm. because Julio is much more out there and he's much more like uh I don't want to say emotion. It's not like Ichiro's a robot, but Ichiro showed his love in baseball by, you know, a sticking around it for so long and and just the incredible discipline to be great at it. And Julio mm-hmm. shows it more in an outward way, and he has a lot of fun. And and uh, so it's it's kind of two different ways to look at it. But Ichiro's love of baseball, I don't know if it has an equal uh, in Seattle Mariners history. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it continues to be one of the most impressive traits about him long after he's retired. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, you're going to be at uh, Ichiro's uh, Hall of Fame induction tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. and. Um, that should be a lot of fun. Sold out crowd already for that one. Uh, it's going to be uh, obviously a big game for the Mariners as well, going up against the Guardians. Big series. Uh, huge weekend. Uh, a lot of fun stuff happening in the Mariners' sphere right now. Uh, just, yeah, a lot of great stuff. This is a great day in Mariners' history. Remember this day, Mariners fans. This could be a very, very, very special one. All right, that's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. And after the extension, now make your second listen the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts just like us. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day and a beautiful baseball weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Peace. Go M's.